Welcome in everybody to season two of Tater Tot Sports Talk. Casey Tucker here, your host. I will be joined soon alongside Daniel. Uh, We'll be in a special call-in guest here in a little bit, but for now, you just have me. Uh, Thank you guys for bearing around though here in the last few months as we did wrap up season one of Tater Tot Sports Talk. Happy to be back here and what a better time leading in the March Madness. Uh, We kicked off last season right leading up into the tournament as well, uh, but very happy to be back. Um, Happy to have a more uh, non-COVID bracket. Team spread out across the nation and definitely some exciting matchups. Um, What I'm going to kind of do for you guys today is just break down some of the key matchups to look out for. Um, Great games uh, upon us here in the next couple of days with the first two rounds and the playing games coming to a close. And yeah, I will be bringing on Daniel as well. We'll break down a few other uh, teams to look out for in the run. And always fun to make fun of us later, uh, see which matchups we, we called poorly and, and uh, uh, see what we could have done better. But that, that's, the, that's the dream of this. Um, always a fun time to call your shots, make fun of yourself later. Um, and that's what all March Madness is all about. So really just getting down to the nitty-gritty um, want to start here in the West with some uh, key matchups. Gonzaga uh, is a part of that uh, region, and I mean, all to say it's the region to lose. Um, Boise State and Memphis here in the morning, uh, I think it's going to be a really good matchup. Um, uh, of course, being a Boise boy myself, that that is a matchup and, and team I'd, I'd love to see win. They have never won a tournament game before, but... Just looking at the Mountain West, it, it is a very physical uh, conference that, that plays very hard. Um, I, I think a lot of those teams do have a great opportunity in that first round to get a win. Um, I don't see many of them going very far with uh, San Diego State, Boise State, and Colorado State, but um, definitely some teams that should play very defensive-heavy basketball right off the bat. Um, I, I will start off by saying as well, I, I think Boise State definitely deserved better than an eight seed um, getting matched up with with Memphis right off the bat. And Memphis is a very good team. Got to give, give them a lot of credit. Um, they beat some very good teams this year, took down Houston. Um, and definitely going to be a fun game there in the morning. And um, by all means, should be a matchup with, with one of these teams going into Gonzaga here on Saturday. Uh, that could make for a tough battle. Um, skipping down a bit, though, UConn and New Mexico State. Everyone does love a good old 5-12 matchup. Um, UConn, I, I think, is a very good defensively sound team, um, as is New Mexico State. I, I don't know if New Mexico State can score as much as UConn, though. Um, and, and by those reasons, I, I got to go with UConn in this matchup. Um, New Mexico State here playing in the whack. Very good team again, um, very physical, uh, very heavy in defense. Just I don't think they have the tools to, to have what it takes to win that one. Um, Arkansas, uh, I see making a little run in this bracket as well, taking down UConn and um, ultimately going up against Gonzaga, which which I do have Gonzaga in my final four. Um, but Arkansas, another good defensive team. And come this time of year too, the, these teams have to play very heavy defense. Um, they have to be... Very sound as far as their defensive efficiency goes. And you can score baskets, but you got to be able to play defense as well. Uh, those teams, I feel like, generally do have more success come March. Um, and, and that's why I see Arkansas 
making a little run themselves as well as Texas Tech. Uh, if you look down in that bracket, Texas Tech, I, I do see facing um, Alabama um, in that second round and getting um, up to the game with Gonzaga, which I do have them losing. But um, Texas Tech, very good team. They have beat some phenomenal teams themselves, uh, but they've also lost some uh, very questionable games. And I, I don't know if I can see them making a Final Four run, but very talented team that really can take on anyone in the country. Uh, interesting note I do have in this bracket, though, uh, I've got Davidson making a little run, taking down Duke uh, in the second round, as well as Michigan State. So I've got Davidson matched up with Texas Tech. This is a very good shooting team. Uh, don't be fooled by that A-10 championship loss. I do think Davidson is still a very good team. Very capable of pulling up a couple of upsets here. Um, and, and really starting with that 7 matchup, 7-10 matchup with Michigan State. I think Davidson could have been ranked a little bit better, um, but they do have some very good matchups with Michigan State, Duke, playing some powerhouses right off the bat, um, and I've got them going on a little bit of a run. So as I mentioned here in this West region, I do have Gonzaga uh, pulling through. Um, if we skip over to the South, though, that is U of A's bracket. Um Right off the bat, too, I'm going to tell you, U of A, I, I don't know who can beat them at this point. Very physical. They can score. They play pretty good defense. And um, uh, Lloyd over there in his first year coaching U of A, phenomenal job. Got to be coach of the year candidate. Um, this team's going to make a run. Um, TCU, I do have pulling the game off against Seton Hall, um, as well as Houston and Illinois right down below. Again, not able to take UAB. Very good team, shoot the ball well, um, plays pretty good defense, but I don't, I don't see them matching up that well with Houston. Houston is a very physical, one of the best defenses in the country. Again, just key what I go off of defense. Um, some of the best efficiency in the country Houston has. I've seen them shut teams down to uh, 38 40-point games, just absolutely demolish, force turnovers, get rebounds, uh, guard the key well, guard the perimeter. And Houston's a very good team that I think will play U of A, will challenge them, but not be able to pull that game off. Um, Chattanooga and Illinois, I think it's going to be an awesome game as well. A um, little closer than a lot of people think. Illinois, very good team. Kofi Goburn, um, one of the best big men in the country. But Chattanooga, they can score. Who doesn't love a good mid-major matching up with a Power 5 school? And I think this game will be a little challenging there in the first round for that 4-13 matchup. Uh, I do have Illinois coming through, of course, um, and then losing to Houston. But um, going to be a couple exciting matchups there with the 5-12 and 4-13. Um, Colorado State, I do have coming over uh, Michigan. Again, my Mountain West teams got to roll with them. Tennessee, though, I do have making their way all the way to the uh, elite eight there with the U of A. Very, very good defensive team. I think Tennessee should have been at least a two seed. Um, Going to have a couple tough matchups, though, with Colorado State, uh, potentially Villanova as well. Um, I, I think that's going to be a fun bottom end of that bracket right there, too, just seeing Tennessee, Colorado State, uh, potentially Loyola, Chicago, Villanova. Um, definitely some double-digit teams that can make noise down there. Um, and, and really, quite frankly, on this side of the bracket. But um, Tennessee, U of A, I do have in my Elite Eight. I think that's going to be a, a great 
rematch of a, a match earlier this season in Knoxville uh, where U of A did pull that or U of A did lose to the, uh, Tennessee. I, I see them having revenge in this game um, and just seeing a phenomenal game there. So that kind of wraps up my, my South bracket. Uh, moving on to that lower left corner of your bracket, the East region. That is Baylor's and that is uh, Baylor's bracket that they will lose. In my opinion, they're in the round of 32. Um, it, it's almost impossible to pick a 16 seed over a one. Of course, we saw with UMBC over Virginia a couple years ago, but who actually um, really has has the draw to, to pick a 16 seed or a 15 seed over a one or two? It's not easy to do. You always want to do it, but that's what just makes those 12 fives much more appealing. Um, Baylor, though, I, I see them escaping that first round with Norfolk, uh, probably beating them by 2025. But North Carolina, that's my big team in that east region of the bracket. I do have them escaping Marquette. I do have them beating Baylor in that second round. Um, and making their way to the Elite Eight. Um, I think that's a very capable eight seed. We, we've seen them what they can do. They took down Duke in the um, regular season finale, um, beating them quite handily in, in Coach K's last game at, at Duke. Um, North Carolina, very good team. They did lose to Kentucky, Tennessee, uh, Purdue, but they have beat some tournament teams very handily as well. Uh, you never know which team's going to show up, but I think this is a team that's poised and ready for March Madness. Um, St. Mary's, Indiana, I think it's going to be an awesome game. 12-5 matchup. St. Mary's definitely got the credit that they deserved um, coming out of the West Coast Conference and not being a Power 5 powerhouse school. You don't see a 5 seed there very often aside from Gonzaga and just their predominant nature and, and always grabbing the one, but... St. Mary's, uh, props to them. They definitely deserve that five seed. But Indiana, they're red hot, very capable of beating anyone. And I've got Indiana pulling that game out um, and even beating UCLA in that second round. Uh, my Sweet 16, North Carolina, Indiana, um, 8 and 12. It's kind of my um, far-fetched side of the bracket. But I do think both those teams are very capable of making a run and Nothing to say they they uh, can't be stopped. Um, again, just the the fun of these brackets. You can pick any team you want. You can set your your money, your your dreams on any of these teams, and anything can happen. Um, that that's the beauty of it. Um, playing on a neutral court, uh, playing with your life on the line, and and your your season um, in one game. These these players play hard. Um, anything can happen, and and that again. That's the fun part of it, and I think every year um, there's no saying as to what team can't make a run and what team can't make some noise. Down on this lower end of the uh, bracket, though, here in the East region, um, little little exciting. This is definitely my um, craziest side of the bracket. I do have Virginia Tech beating Texas. Um, I, I think Texas is very... Um, upset potential team Virginia Tech coming off an ACC championship who would have saw that coming um, Oregon State last year coming out of the blue to win the Pac-12 make the tournament and making a run to the Elite Eight I see this as a very similar team they are seated at 11 but definitely poised to take down Texas and as well I have them taking down Purdue Purdue has shown 
signs of weakness, um, especially on a neutral court or, or place away from home. Um, and that's that's going to be a, a fun round, uh, in my opinion, there in the round of 32. It is in Wisconsin. Um, Purdue's going to have a good crowd there, but got to go with my gut. Virginia Tech uh, coming out of that matchup. Uh, Murray State, I do have taken down San Francisco. Love this uh, battle of the non-Power Fives, these, some of these mid-major programs earning the 7 and 10 seeds. Uh, Murray State, I do have coming out of here. Kentucky, though, I've got them running this whole side of the bracket, making their way through St. Peter's, Murray State, Virginia Tech, North Carolina to make their way to the Final Four. Moving on to the Midwest, uh, do have Kansas here um, coming out in that first matchup with Texas Southern, um, San Diego State coming over Creighton in that first matchup as well. I, I definitely do think that San Diego State or Creighton, whoever comes out of the matchup is going to challenge Kansas. Kansas, very good team. Remy Martin is returning, coming into the bracket. Um, but they're going to be challenged with a couple of teams on this side of the bracket. I think they're going to have to earn their way to the Final Four. I do have them making their, their trip there, but it's not going to be easy. Um, San Diego State, Creighton, two very good, very disciplined teams. Play great defense. Um, slow the pace down a lot. Something Kansas isn't used to as much. They have seen it a bit with some Big 12 basketball. Um, some of those power schools that do like to slow the game down, play heavy defense. But San Diego State, Creighton, um, just very, very good disciplined teams that will challenge Kansas. Um, but I do have Kansas coming on top in that matchup. One um, of the most shocking, tough battles I had um, in picking my bracket was Iowa. Iowa is a 5 seed playing Richmond, a 12 I was coming off a Big Ten title. Um, really could be ranked a three seed in my opinion as well. I, I think they deserved better than a five. Uh, but at the same time, you never know what you're going to get with them. Um, they could lose this game to Richmond. Richmond is a great team. Found their way into the tournament. Um, it's going to be a great matchup. It, it's hard to really predict that one. As I, I think it will be decided within a one possession game, two, three points. But um, ultimately, I, I do have Iowa coming out of this game. But the shocker um, in my bracket as far as 13 seeds go, South Dakota State shoots best three-point percentage in the country. Very, very good shooting team. And as we know, these teams light it up come March Madness. Uh, Providence didn't lose many games all season. Dominated a Big East tournament that is... Uh, Big East uh, Conference, so to say, that is very talented. They have some very, very good teams um, play a, a different style of basketball than you may see elsewhere, but Providence did what it take to uh, grab a lot of wins, uh, prepare themselves for the tournament. Again, I, I this is a team that I maybe could have seen as a, a, a three seed. Um, they are a four um, slotted in at 25 and five, but... This South Dakota State team, 30-4, and four, I think is just going to light up the tournament, be a fan favorite right off the bat. They went 18-0 and 0 in conference, shoot almost 90 points per game. This is going to be an exciting team to watch, and that's why I do have them beating not only Providence, but Iowa as well. Um, I do have them getting into that matchup with Kansas, um, a 1-13 matchup where I do see kind of a shootout. Uh, Kansas pulling away late, winning by 7-8 points. 
but South Dakota State, I do see challenging in this tournament, making a little bit of a run. Um, down on the bottom side of the bracket, though, LSU, Iowa State. Very torn on this one, but got to go with defense. Defense wins ball games. LSU plays defense. They have um, some guys that can score as well. Iowa State's too unpredictable. Um, all to say, I, I could not go against LSU. Um, they are one of the youngest and least experienced teams in the tournament. That's where I did have the, the battle here just in picking them. But um, perimeter shooting is going to be a problem. I think if they go inside on Iowa State, limit the turnovers, this this will definitely be a good game. And their defense is just going to prosper, lead to a bunch of buckets in transition. And um, LSU, I do have coming out of that matchup. Wisconsin, a lot of people I feel like have been picking Colgate in this matchup. Quite frankly, myself, can't do that. Wisconsin plays good ball um, all around. Very, very talented team. They played well against top 25 teams. Um, played well, Big Ten matchups. And uh, I've, I've got them coming out of that game against Colgate. And then taking down LSU. Um, down on the bottom side, USC, I feel like, has been overrated all season long. That seven seed even, I feel like, is too much. Um, Miami's got to come out of that game. They did impress a little bit down the stretch with their ACC schedule, uh, beating some good teams. They went 14-6 and six in that conference, which is impressive. I see Miami coming out of that matchup, giving Auburn a test in that round of 32. Um, and honestly, just watching this Auburn team all year, very talented, uh, play defense well, have some amazing scores. Um, Auburn played pretty well against some of the top teams in the nation. Um, they are led by future lottery pick, top top five pick Jabari Smith, and uh, Bruce Bruce Pearl's squad is very um, ready and, and poised for a, a tournament run. But um, I was just looking for ways and, and places for them to get upset, but I just couldn't find any in the side of the bracket. This Auburn team struggled on the road. Um, they played horrible down the stretch against SEC teams on the road. Um, I, I do see them struggling on, on neutral court, but in this side of the bracket, I don't know who they can lose to. Um, Wisconsin, I think, will be a great test. Still see them coming away and then ultimately losing to Kansas. Um, wrapping up just some of my predictions, some of my picks before we bring on Daniel here in a moment. Um, my final four, I do have Gonzaga, Kentucky, Arizona, and Kansas. Very filled one seed bracket with three of those uh, two seed Kentucky I do have taking the title over Arizona um, a two and a one seed there in the final again Arizona great year um, I, I don't see many matchups they can lose I, I think they will be challenged but their experience that this squad plays amazing basketball uh, Benedict Matherin is, is one of the best guards in the nation in my opinion and um, not many places that can stop them. I would love to see an Arizona-Kansas matchup there in the Final Four in Louisiana, um, as well as Gonzaga-Kentucky. I Deep down, I'm rooting for Gonzaga to get their first title. I just do not see this squad able to do that. They, they did play some great teams, had some top 25 wins, but a lot of those teams didn't pan out as well as we would have liked as far as quality wins. Um, they did lose to, to Alabama as well. Um, I just, with that West Coast Conference, it's hard to tell how good a team is mid-major going into the tournament, playing on a neutral court, 
for that reason, I've got to go with Kentucky. Uh, Tashibwe is going to light it up offensively and defensively. De- defensively, Sorry, I can't talk there. But uh, Duke can grab 20 boards, put up 20 points a night. I, I think he's going to light up this tournament and create a lot of noise. Um, and for that reason, I've got Kentucky going all the way, winning the title. But Kentucky-Arizona, I would love to see that matchup as well. I think that would uh, um, bring for some great ratings and, and just be two squads that are very deserving. Um, none more than Arizona. Um, I'd be happy to see them win the title as well. Uh, but Kentucky, very ready. Um, they aren't as freshman heavy as they have been in the past uh, with a lot of uh, Calipari squads and a um, little more experience. Um, have lost some tough games late there in the SEC, which is a very great um, heavy conference, but Kentucky, um, I do see going all the way and, and uh, winning this tournament. So um, again, I'm, I'm excited for uh, the noise to come back and um, make fun of some of my picks a little bit down the line, but just some of what I have, uh, at least for now. So um, next up, though, I will be bringing on Daniel here over the phone. Uh, He's going to give some input a little bit on some of his picks, some of his thoughts leading into the tournament, maybe some upsets to look out for. But um, without further ado, Daniel, how's it going? Hey, what's going on, Casey? Awesome. Yeah, thank you for joining us here today. Uh, Happy to be back here for season two. Absolutely. So give me a breakdown. As as we discussed before, I, I went through really my whole bracket just so I can be made fun of a little bit later. Um, do have some fun matchups, some upsets here to come as well. But um, as I've talked to you about, I've got Gonzaga, Kentucky, Arizona, and Kansas in my final four. I know you're a big Kansas guy. Walk me through a little bit of some of your um, bigger teams, maybe a couple upsets and teams you think that may make a big splash in this year's tournament. Yeah, uh, you got that right. I'm a big Kansas guy, so I got I got them winning it all. I mean, I pick them every year, but I think this year they got a good shot. They uh, Remy Martin's finally healthy, and he played well in the Big 12 tournament, and he's going to be the X factor. So I got my Jayhawks winning it all, um, and I got them playing Tennessee in the Final Four, and the other side Texas Tech and Kentucky. So those are my Final Four. That's my Final Four squad. Um, and I got, I got uh, Boise State, I, as much as I want them to take down Gonzaga, uh, I think they'll be too much of a force, unfortunately, but I think the Broncos got a bad draw there. I couldn't agree more. I, I really led into this, this podcast, uh, discussing Boise State a little bit and just, I mean, even diving into it more, they could not have been screwed anymore in this bracket. You win the Mountain West. Uh-huh regular season you win the Mountain West tournament and you get an eight seed draw when Colorado yep. State's getting a six seed yep. and not only that you get matched up with a very very good Memphis team um and then I mean to say the least put them against Gonzaga in round two like how exactly. much worse could that get makes no sense I remember like the beginning of the Mountain West tournament Boise State was put as an eight and then we won the whole thing and <laughs> still stuck at an eight doesn't make much sense to me but and Lenardi even had them as a six seed on selection Sunday morning, and they still got yeah. slotted an eight. Yep. Yeah, I was I was actually at the the Boise State watch party, March Madness watch party, and people were a little. Everyone was excited to hear their name called, obviously, but 
at the 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 back of their minds are thinking, okay, we got Gonzaga next round if we win. So the only the only bright side I see for Boise is, hey, you get to play in Portland. You're gonna have um, the the fans there. Um, the almighty just supporting the squad there in Portland. I mean, it's, it's what a five, six hour drive. So there's going to be fans there. Unlike, um, as many as Memphis can travel and Gonzaga is going to pour into that arena. If Boise is able to escape in round two, but, um, regardless, I see Gonzaga having a little bit of a tough time with the winner of Boise state Memphis still escaping, but I, I think that could make for a great matchup as well in the round of 32. Yeah, so I so I got Gonzaga. I had them in the Sweet 16 originally losing to Arkansas, but I, I got them winning now. I think that'll be a tough matchup, though, if that happens. So, But I got them in the Elite Eight going down to Texas Tech, who is unbelievable defensive team. So going into that side of the bracket, too, uh, of course, just got to break into Gonzaga and how good they are. But Arkansas and Texas Tech are two very good defensive teams. Um, you think both of them can potentially make a run to the final four? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I mean the SEC and big 12, especially the SEC this year has had such a strong year. And in my opinion, Arkansas and Tennessee are, you know, the, the top to and Kentucky, I guess it, they've all had a good year, but any of those teams can make it. Duke can obviously make it. Uh, but I don't, I don't know. I think, I think the pressure of coach K's last season will really, come up on Duke players and I have them getting bounced second round to Michigan state. Uh, really? That's kind of, yeah. That's kind of one, one of my bold picks there. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Well, glad we are on the same page there. Um, little different opinions as far as that matchup goes. I've actually got Davidson beating Michigan state in round one and taking okay. down Duke in round two. So yeah. both of us yeah, see coach K's, yeah career ending much earlier than expected but yeah very interesting we both have the matchup uh, upset there um and then i mean of course you got to take texas tech at that point yeah. yeah so i agree very interesting um on the other side of the bracket though u of a's bracket um is it u of a's side to lose i know you mentioned tennessee a little bit yeah so i have u of a also getting bounced second round to tcu uh I, I've watched the Big 12 more than any other conference this year, and especially as of late, TCU really turned it on, losing losing to Kansas in the last in the Big 12 tournament. But I mean, that's that was a tough matchup. But T, TCU could really give Arizona problems, uh, and yeah, and then at the bottom of the bracket, I think obviously Villanova could make noise. Loyola Chicago, I mean, they're they're just the, the march. They can the always make noise. Kings, yeah. So, and yeah, but ultimately I got Tennessee coming out. Um, I like that Tennessee pick. Um, I I do think that they got overlooked and should have been at least a two seed. So I would agree with you. I I think they can definitely make a run to the final four, but just backing up a second to TCU. Is that, is that pick because you are a big, big 12 fanatic that you're rolling with TCU? Is that a little skewed? You know, I, I do I think I because I've watched the Big Twelve a lot, I've just seen how TCU plays. And I haven't watched a ton of Arizona this year, but it seems like every year there's a one seed that loses in the second round to that eight or nine. And that was my team this year, uh, Arizona. Uh, they obviously they could 
they could steamroll through that through that side of the bracket. But uh, T- TCU, they're so they're so strong and they have so strong defensively. They have good guard play, and I got them going to the Sweet 16, losing to Illinois, who I have, then losing to Tennessee in the Elite Eight. Okay, very nice, and. I, I think that will make for a very interesting side of the bracket. Um, U of A, very talented team. I, I think I'd have to disagree with you that I think they can uh, make a very big run, can easily win the title, but very interesting matchups. I don't think Villanova is that good. It's always hard for me to get behind them in some of that Big East basketball making a deep run. They've, I mean, of course, shown it in the past with a, a title, but um, back with good old Mikael Bridges, but... Um, all to say, uh, Tennessee, Houston, very, very good defensive teams that I think could give Arizona trouble. Um, but I, I think Arizona's just going to shoot the ball well, come out of that bracket. Again, anything yeah. can happen, but very exciting part of the bracket to watch for. Um, Definitely. Going into one, one portion I wanted to ask you about, so the East, Baylor's bracket. Um, what... I've already talked to, to um, some of the people here about um, just some of the big upsets that I do have in this side of the bracket. Do you have anything that sticks out um, given North Carolina, Indiana, Virginia Tech, San Francisco, any of those teams you see making a run or at least uh, pulling up upsets? Yeah, I mean, you. the last three teams you named, I, I got them all. I got Indiana, Virginia Tech, and San Francisco as my – my three upsets for that reason. And I got, uh, I got Virginia Tech going to the Sweet 16, beating Purdue as well. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I think the, it's kind of a popular pick to pick, you know, Indiana over St. Mary's and especially the Virginia Tech pick. It, it's hurts me putting them over Texas because, I mean, Texas is another Big 12 team, but they just, they have not looked good recently. And Virginia Tech is as hot as anyone in the country after winning the ACC. So. I agree. And it kind of gives you the feel of, um, I already talked about before, but Oregon State comes out of nowhere last year, wins the <laughs> wins the Pac-12, uh, yeah. makes a run to the Elite Eight. I, I definitely see this Virginia Tech team as, I mean, you can't not say that they, they have talent or, or they're not able to do something like this. Um, yeah. Definitely have the ability to, to make a run. Purdue, I don't see being able to cover on a neutral court. And Virginia yeah, Tech's I definitely going to make some noise. Just, defense is too shaky for me. Yeah. And you've got Indiana coming out of that St. Mary's matchup. Yep. Yeah. I got Indiana, and then I got them losing to UCLA, who honestly I'm not that high on, but I think they got a pretty easy break in the beginning of their bracket. Uh, but And then I got Baylor taking them down. Gotcha. So I do actually have Indiana upsetting UCLA as well. Um, okay. Indiana-St. Mary's is going to be a great game. I, I yeah. it's it's a big toss up for me, but I do think UCLA is a little overrated and um, can also get upset in that round too. Um, but the big upset in my bracket was North Carolina over Baylor. Um, okay. Baylor not looking like themselves from last year. They've been nope. upset a few times, and I I just I can't roll with them. And after seeing North Carolina late in the season. Um, very well disciplined, well coached team. I've got North Carolina in my elite eight. Yeah, uh, you mentioned yeah Baylor. They they've struggled with injuries the whole year. They have probably a top three coach though, Scott Drew. He, 
he'll have him ready to play, but I do think the injuries will catch up with him. Uh, I, I don't see them going back to back. That'll be very hard to do. Everyone's coming out their neck. Uh, but I, I still think they're just such a well-coached team. I have them making the Elite Eight. But UNC, I, I, could, I could see that. Eight over one. Eight, the one versus eight or one versus nine matchups are always – it's always a scare for the one seed. But it's always so hard to predict too because you've got two teams that are very capable of pulling out a win. And then not only do you have to predict that round one, but you've got to predict that upset against a one seed in round two, which is yeah. even harder than any, any part of it. So yeah. um, I'm going out on a limb here. It's probably not going to work out for the best for me, but – um, I I feel like I have enough reason to to make that call for this one. Yeah, you you gotta you gotta you gotta pick some good some nice upsets that no one else has because I mean let's be honest none of our brackets are gonna be perfect but well mine might be yeah <laughs> maybe one day <laughs> but uh yeah you never know I guess, so yeah I got Kentucky coming out of that region and obviously you have Kansas coming out of the Midwest um. San Diego State and Creighton. So going back to, I, I feel like Arizona's got the, one of the easiest 8-9 matchups with Seton Hall TCU. I, I feel like they're set up the best. Obviously, you have your upset there. But looking down at Kansas as well, San Diego State or Creighton, two um, very just seasoned teams that play defense well and um, – just lead to transition. Do you see Kansas having any trouble in that, in that round? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, so I got Creighton winning that Creighton does scare me a little, uh, San Diego state. If they did win, they obviously they're great defensively, but they just, you know, watching the mountain West tournament, they just really struggle to score the ball. So I got Creighton winning that. And I, I think Kansas will always play, close games that sometimes they'll play down to their competition. Uh, but I, I think, I think this year is a little bit different. We play Kansas play just so fast. So it, it'll definitely be a good game no matter who they draw, but I got them, I got them being, being Creighton. I'm more so worried about uh potential sweet 16 matchup against Iowa. Cause they, they're probably one of the, they're definitely one of the hottest teams in the country right now. So that's another team. I, I definitely wanted to touch here before, we let you go, but um, Iowa is a five seed. They run that Big Ten tournament. Very good team coming off a two seed last year who got upset in the round of 32 to Oregon. Um, they're faced with some tough matchups. They have Richmond, uh, Providence, yeah. South Dakota State. I actually have South Dakota State winning against Providence and Iowa um, and facing oh, wow. Kansas. So. South Dakota State just being one of the best shooting teams in the country, I had to rock with them. Providence has too many areas of weaknesses that I see getting upset. But this Iowa team, it was like I could see them out in the first round or uh, the the first or second round. But I could also see this Iowa team making a run to the Final Four just based off the the momentum they've had leading into the tournament. Um, do you see any potential upsets early, or do you see this as a team that creates problems the rest of the tournament? Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I, I mean, as with any team, if you don't bring your game the first game, you're gonna get you're you're gonna lose. So, I so I have I also have South Dakota State beating Providence. Providence just they've had so many close games. They've gotten lucky quite a bit this season. And like you said, with South Dakota State and their shooting, and they I think they, they have the longest win streak in the country. They didn't lose a conference game. Uh, that they just it just has upset written all over it for me. 
But yeah. then I got I, – I could definitely see them taking down Iowa too, but I think Iowa's so hot right now. I have them advancing the Sweet 16. But, I, yeah, Iowa's definitely the team I'm most scared of, probably in the whole region, honestly. Gotcha. Wisconsin, Auburn, no no problem in there? I So all, another pretty big upset for me, I got Miami taking down USC and Auburn. Uh, so I, I believe in Miami. They – you know they 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 look good, and Auburn they just they 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 were dominant early in the season. Obviously, they were number one in the country for a few weeks, but as of late, they just you know they they forced too many threes. They had like thirty six threes in the last game or something. And if they're not on, then they're not on. But if they if they're making their shots, they can obviously make a run. And Wisconsin, they got obviously they got um, let's see who Davis. Uh, can't can't remember his first name right now, but. Yeah, he he can definitely cause problems too. I actually got Miami go to the Elite Eight against Kansas. Okay, I got Miami taken down. Uh, I got they got I got them taking down Auburn, Wisconsin, and then losing to Kansas. But, I li- I like that a lot. I see this Pac-12 division as a division of of weakness aside from U of A. Um, I don't yeah. see USC being able to play Miami, um, especially on the neutral court. They've struggled so many times. They've haven't beat anyone um, of great value in my opinion. Auburn as well can't play away from home. Struggled even against Georgia on the road. Lost a couple other SEC road games late in the season. It's just hard for me to not go with Auburn given just some of the matchups I feel like they have in this region. Um, I feel like it definitely could have been worse for them. Um, but yeah, I think that could be an exciting um, south part of the region with Iowa, LSU, Wisconsin, um, Miami. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, definitely some fun matchups there. Um, and and uh, what was your what was your final four again? So I got I got Kansas versus Tennessee, and then Kentucky versus Texas Tech. And who's your final? And then and I got Kansas beating Kentucky in the championship, getting revenge off from when Kentucky just blew out Kansas on Kansas's floor. I think. That's in the back of their heads. If, if that matchup happens, that'll definitely fuel them even more, other than it being the national championship, of course. Yep. And who doesn't love a good uh, revenge game? That's why I've got that, that U of A Tennessee game. Um, little revenge for U of A. But the some of these matchups, I mean, I've got Gonzaga, Texas Tech again. You never know come March. Anyone can win any game. Uh, that's the exciting part of it. Um, last question for you. Do you see... I guess, how should I phrase this? What team do you think has the best outside chance of making the Final Four? Aside from ones, twos, and threes, I know you've got Texas Tech in there, but is there a four, a five, a six, a double-digit C that you can make, or a C making a run? So, I mean, my, I got, again, I got Miami making the Elite That's my furthest double-digit seed. I feel like there's always... There's always a double digit that somehow makes the elite eight, so I, I had to put them there. But other probably the final four, I'd say as much as I don't want to say, I'd probably have to say Iowa. If they somehow knocked Kansas off, then they could definitely run the table, in my opinion. Gotcha. I I like those picks. Miami, definitely capable of making a run, as well as Iowa. That Midwest region is going to be a lot of fun. Um, and again, it all starts tomorrow. A lot of fun yep. in front of us. So. I'm uh, I'm excited to look back on these picks. We 
uh, first started Tater Tot Sports Talk a year ago, leading into March Madness. Um, got to actually shoot from uh, Indianapolis right before we went to some of the games. So um, great time. Uh, I'm glad to have uh, Sports Talk back. Glad to have the tournament back upon us and a lot of exciting matchups ahead of us. So. Yes, sir. I, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We'll see. We'll see Boise in like they're like the third game tomorrow, I think. So, yep. We'll see how they do. We got a morning game. It's going to be exciting. But uh, again, appreciate you uh, you coming on, giving us some input here for a little bit. Uh, we'll definitely have you on again. But uh, appreciate you giving us some of your time. Yeah, awesome. Thanks for having me on. You got it. Awesome. Again, guys, that was uh, Daniel joining us via uh, phone just for a little bit, getting some of his input. We'll we'll have him on here again um, uh, on some future dates. But um, to all of you who who listened through this, appreciate you very, very much. Um, looking forward to a, another good season of, of Tater Tot Sports Talk, even better season of March Madness, and so much to look forward to. Um, just fill it, being able to fill out a bracket, Cause some upsets. Um, just the the betting um, love and instinct inside of all of us. Just um, loving being a part of that. It's 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 a fun time for all of us. And these next couple of days are going to be very exciting with the first and second rounds kicking off. And um, in my opinion, the best two days of basketball uh, of the year. Uh, pre- again, though, appreciate you all listening. Uh, we will be back soon for our second episode of uh, season two. But Appreciate you bearing with me um, listening as well into Daniel. I hope you guys filled out some great brackets. Uh, feel free to uh, find us on Twitter at Tater Talk, uh, Sports Talk, and uh, we will be back soon um, recapping some of these picks that we made tonight. So uh, to all of you who listened in, goodbye, good night, have a great day, and may your brackets hopefully bring you some joy and a little bit of success. Goodbye, y'all. Goodbye, y'all.